0: Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Creative and Balanced Podcast. Like always, I am your host, Sean Sirianni, and we have an awesome talk for you today. My guest today is a stand-up comedian, a YouTube host, Johnny Rogers. You can see him on stage, all around town, making people laugh, and also on the interwebs with information overload and top 10 beyond the screen. Incredible talent, incredible talker, and we had an absolute great chat today. It's crazy. Um the conversation chemistry that me and Johnny had. Um we both got to the studio a little early. There was a session going on. We were nonstop chatting it up about a half hour prior to turning on the mics. Continued that on the mic for a good hour. And then even afterwards, we were commuting home on on the same way, on the same streetcar, and just kept this rolling. Like, this could have been a five-hour podcast, but you're getting one hour of it. And, yeah, it was just awesome. Um, Covered so many topics and subjects. Learned that... We know the same people in different circles from battle rap to pro wrestling and all over the place from having just these in-depth talks with a lot of substance and passion about following what's in your heart and trial and error of being a comedian. I, I believe I even share like my experiences that relate doing this podcast and around that, hearing Johnny's story, just having some laughs so yeah I don't remember exactly everything we said to each other that made it on the episode or what we talked about off the mic it's all kind of like blurring in my head but uh I just know this is a good one and I thank you for tuning in there is actually one thing I remember that could be not put into context near the beginning of this awesome chat we have uh he kind of mentions that I've been in a in a rap battle. And a lot of people who know me from the show or my videography life know I've been filming in that scene for King of the Dot and Beast Mode for almost nine years now. And to kind of give you some context on what we mentioned is I'm not a rapper, but I got scheduled on the show to be in a battle rap battle royal. And very long story short, it went really well. Leading up to it, I was filled with so much anxiety. I wanted to do well. I wanted the crowd to be entertained. So every day for a month, I would prepare. And what happened is I ended up over-preparing. And my opponents, knowing me that I've never battle-wrapped a day in my life, under-prepared. And I happened to fucking kill them. It was amazing. It was exhilarating. You know, I'm a nice guy. I went evil. It was sick. And uh, right now there's kind of a video that's getting passed around. Uh, I posted it on my Instagram. It, like, went semi-viral on Facebook. <laughs> and um, and that's what kind of connected me with Johnny, who you're going to hear on the show. He, there's a little clip of me going nuts. And... Uh, He basically said it was awesome. And then I clicked on his profile and was like, oh, I should get this guy on the show. Like, this dude's killing it. Comedy, YouTube hosts for big channels. And, yeah, that's the long story short. And, yeah, I believe somewhere in this episode near the beginning he brings up the battle. But I didn't put that into context for you. So, yeah, that's all I got to say. Um Actually, one more thing um, before we get into this. If you want to see Johnny Rogers live and you're in the Toronto area, he is playing at the Grand Girard Theater on May the 2nd. You should definitely come out. Have a good laugh. I'll be there. The Girard Theater is just a couple blocks away from my house, so I have no excuse. Come out, have a drink with me, and see some quality comedy, all right? Also, for you guys who are listening to this on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your favorite podcast listening apps, each and every one of these episodes has its own homepage at www.girthradio.com. You're going to see pictures of me and Johnny in the studio, links to his YouTube channel, uh, maybe some clips of his stand-up, and any other information that we talked about on this episode. So once again, thanks for tuning in. I got a lot of episodes for you guys this month. Exciting times to do the show, and it continues to grow, and I appreciate all of you rocking with me. All right? So without further ado, we're going to get into this one. Here's Johnny Rogers coming at you right now! In session. Yeah, we're recording, but It's, oh, cool. it's, it's uh, it's funny because like I met you like a half hour ago, <laughs> and we're... I felt like that could have been like a total like separate podcast yeah. and everything. <laughs> that that was that was awesome. It leading... could have been a Patreon episode. Yeah. You missed the boat. We covered like so many different topics and everything, but man, it's great to meet you. Great uh, meeting you I, too, man. I've been following you on your Instagram, and com- from comedian to like YouTube personality. It's it's awesome what you're doing, and I kind of want to go back in time with you <laughs> sure. and um, just kind of get the inception of uh, how you got the comedy bite, the seed. Like, were you a funny kid in school, or how did this all happen? Like,
1: Yeah, I think I was mainly funny for attention. Yeah, yeah. That's like all it, all it was. It was like I had a younger brother, and all of the focus kind of shifted towards him. Like, I remember when uh, my parents brought my brother home, and I was five years old. And they said I, like, kind of held him and looked at him for a little bit. And then I asked when he was going back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what A-maker. Like, uh, <laughs> at five? Yeah, so, yeah. You already uh, had the timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's- I was, like, all ready for it. Um, but it was really, like, I think when my uncle gave me Robin Williams' live on Broadway, he gave me, when I was, like, probably 10 or 11, he gave me it on DVD. Mm-hmm. And he just, he handed it to me and he said don't tell your parents. Nice. And I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be some good, some good shit. Yeah. Cause he would always tell me like softball jokes, like, you know, the simple knock knock stuff. And I always laughed and I always loved it. And he was like, you're going to really like this. Yeah. Like, you're it's time like to this. level up now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah now it's a up comedy. But I never thought that it could be, like, a career path or, like, mm. something that was attainable, you know? Yeah.
0: Did you feel like you had to be, like, some special type of person yeah, right. chosen one type of thing? You see
1: Robin Williams on stage, and he's running around. And, and, and it makes sense because you're like, well, he's Robin Williams. Like, he's, in, he's been in these movies. So, like, I think as a kid, you're not even piecing together, like, what got him to that point. Yeah, yeah. It's not until you, like, start maturing that you're like, oh, okay, there's work involved, like.
0: Yeah, and then you have a moment, it's like, oh, he's a human, too. Yeah. It's like, how do you (laughs) morph yourself into this? That was like
1: when we were talking about Sharon, about how, like, he looks very young, and he's not well-known, like, he's not a household name, you know. Yeah, yeah. But he's been doing it for you know 10 plus years yeah
0: big shout outs to Sharon. that's yeah. a connection that I have the, with the, the battle mutual rap friend stuff. yeah yeah that's really cool <laughs> to know too and yeah the, yeah yeah he's he's doing amazing and yeah he's just started out being obsessed of rap and now it's his boss is nick cannon and he's yeah, on mtv wiling out making fun of his wife mariah carey <laughs> and it's like good for you man but he needs
1: to come up with more new Nick Cannon disses though I think the Mariah Carey thing's been done too much <laughs> yeah I noticed
0: too like I'll, I'll tune in one. I haven't watched all of them but every time I tune in it's not even him but everybody else there's was, always one yeah, right? yeah yeah they gotta like give a zinger to they Mariah. should have
1: like you know like no accidents at the workplace like no Mariah Carey jokes were done yeah, just on a this big episode sign, like, in back the to zero <laughs> that'd be fantastic and poor Mariah <laughs> she's
0: not doing she hasn't she hasn't said a word in like 10 years she and she's it. just she getting... only peeped up when Eminem
1: was calling her out and that was about it yeah <laughs> yeah like, all right i need to address this yeah please stop <laughs> that was crazy and then he played her voicemail on the at like a
0: concert or something oh did that happen i don't yeah, remember yeah, i remember yeah. there was beef but i forget the details <laughs>
1: I think she like booty called him or something. And then he, she was saying, no, nah, it never happened. This guy's crazy. Like he's a drug addict, alcoholic. And then at a concert, he plays the voicemail. Yeah, <laughs> I was like,
0: oh my God. That's actually funny that he kept it too. It's probably yeah. like oh, yeah. years oh, later. Oh, you and... keep
1: that till you die. Yeah, for sure. If Mariah Carey left me a voicemail, I would tell them to install a special tomb that just plays that voicemail. Whenever people <laughs> walk up to it, they can click it. Hey Johnny, it's Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I want to be a remember. remembered. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's fucking. It's fan. Mariah Carey's booty call. Fucking fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, so how, how do I turn this back around? Oh yeah, so you were a kid. Uh-huh. You were you, you watched the Robin Williams thing. You got the itch. You realized this could be attainable if yeah. I put in the work. Uh, and
1: grade four talent show.
0: This is the first time.
1: you've First time. Age. And, uh, like, full auditorium filled with, like, classmates and, yeah, like, you o- know, the, the whole older school. The kids. The whole school. Yeah,
0: yeah. Right?
1: Older kids. We like, were talking, like, grade five or whatever it was. And I remember trying to tell, like, just, like, knock-knock jokes. Like, I was just stealing material, right? Like, just whatever <laughs> yeah. knock-knock jokes I remembered. Nothing was hitting. Oh, it no. It was just dead air in this gymnasium. <laughs> I remember one, like, teacher's assistant would laugh at the end of everything. And she was the only one. Yeah. And I was just like, I will never forget. The, I don't, I forget her name, but I will never forget that woman's face if I see her again. <laughs> because I was like, God damn it. But then that, I was like, that bummed me out for a long time. But I still loved comedy. Yeah. Like, it was always like, uh, you know, road trips with your buddies. And I, I they knew I binge watched comedy more than anyone that they knew like i could do dane i couldn't do it now but i could do like say dane cook's album a lot of like george carlin's jokes and i always like found it interesting watching like their mannerisms the words they use the Mm. cadence the their whole their presence on stage even like their facial expressions like i really overanalyzed all of that stuff and like why that was needed to make it funnier
0: almost yeah yeah and that's that's a cool way to to look at it too because um I feel that's that's what it takes to like be able to take these steps and thrive. Like oh, you're you gotta doing to be obsessed. Too. I see like a lot of people they um they'll they'll maybe see a comic and they'll be envious of it. They're like, oh, I want to be in that position. And yeah. just like, but they're not like critically like seeing the breakups though. Yeah, yeah. They're not seeing the
1: fights with mom and dad. They're not seeing like all any of this shit. Like the time was where they were broke and had no money. Like. Yeah, Yeah.
0: like like you mentioned that too, and a lot of like the best material, it's like um, the self-deprecative and may come from like a real life type of. Ellen DeGeneres,
1: that's why she got big was because she was at her like bottom, her rock bottom. Her girlfriend had been killed in like a car accident and she had to, she couldn't afford the apartment that they had together, which was already like a shit apartment. And she had fleas. And then she wrote the bit where it was like a, a call to God about why he invented fleas, oh, wow. and it was like a yeah. phone call to God, and that was like she did that on I think maybe Johnny Carson. She did that on Johnny Carson or, or a Late Night Show, and she blew up, yeah, looking out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, and that kind of relates to to like not just the comedy world, like songwriting musicians and like any type of art, like some buddy will write a movie about like, it'll like touch your heart, but parasite you're like somebody watching yet, but I heard it's crazy, but wow. Like it's amazing. Yeah. And it's what I think is beautiful about comedy too. And it's like the times, like I dabbled in it and it went really well too. It's like, you're making me think like, I never thought of it that way, but the best bits I did, came from, like, places, like, I did this one whole bit about, like, being broke, basically, mm-hmm. and uh it was, I was talking about, like, being such a creative head, like, just almost, like, in a fake cocky way, it's yeah, just, like, yeah. oh, I invented a new genre of music called debt metal, and I go into this whole thing where I, I scream <laughs> out, like, a real, like, bank statement, and uh, <laughs> and uh it got, like, a huge pop, but also, like, it came from a place of such discomfort yeah, in my just, life. like,
1: yeah. That's what makes a good comedian, though, <laughs> is when when you're in, like, the most brutal spot and you just, instead of, like, panicking or freaking out, you just laugh. Yeah. Because yeah. you're like, what the fuck else are you going to do to me? Yeah. Like, what is, what is going to happen?
0: And you almost, like, it's, like... An exhilarating feeling when you can laugh at a low. Yeah. It's like you dominated the pro laugh like, at the low the problem. The, it's it's like my Fuck next you. album. Yeah. It's like you're putting <laughs> your foot on it. Ah, you can't hurt me anymore. Actually, I'm gonna fucking turn it into a bit and I'm gonna make yeah. money off you, Yeah. You son yeah. Of a bitch. Fuck you, life like or whatever. But, like
1: when when I was getting raw ro- like, I got robbed in China and when I was like right after it happened and I'm like just sitting there i was just thinking like i better at least get five minutes out of this yes like that's, and that's such this whole good... experience will not be worth it if i get no jokes from this so that... i've just been working it for like three years trying to get something out of this story
0: <laughs> that's such a comic brain of yours dude <laughs> just, just something like... fucks up happens it's like how can i like how can i we
1: fucking were... pull back from this
0: yeah we were talking outside too about like the battle rappers too and i see that as well too it's just like They'll be in a normal situation, and then their their brain's just like, oh, yeah. there's a bar in there, and just, like, yeah. <laughs> it's turning into, like, this big puzzle to whatever your craft is. And... Well,
1: that was, like, uh, did you watch Sharon versus Roan? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when... Both good friends of mine, oh, too. Oh, my yeah. God. I, I, I had never heard of Roan before that, and then I became a fan of Roan yeah. from that battle. Fantastic. He was amazing. Just ruthless, like... And when he was talking about like Sharon being drunk in the lobby, I was like, I went right to that like comic writing brain where something happens and you're like, oh, this is going to come in handy later. Nice. I don't know yeah. when, yeah. I don't know how, like, but I'm going to need this.
0: Yeah, his vibe is so infectious, too, yeah. and he's so good at what he did. And uh, even though I did comedy only a couple times, Roan was actually there when I did the worst bombing of my entire oh. life. And him and a <laughs> and few other people. It, oh, they love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because we did it at a weed cafe, and I don't really smoke. Oh, man. That's and, um, even better. I, I'm so fucking dumb. Like, all day I'm hanging out with, like, these battle rappers. Yeah. And I did, like, I, sh- I filmed this press conference. And, like, I smoke once in a while, but yeah. not like them. And I'm with these guys, and I'm just, like... Almost like this internal peer pressure, which wasn't there. They won't give a fuck if I don't smoke. But sure. Yeah. yeah. Pass around and I'm like, oh, yeah, I can yeah. fucking hang with these guys. Yeah. And so there's that all day. And then I go and fucking to this comedy club. I'm smoking more. I think I ate an edible. I don't remember. And <laughs> no. I'm I'm about to go up, and I forgot I was supposed to go up. I'm just like watching other people, and yeah, it was. Did
1: you, <laughs> you see Vice do that thing where like a stand-up comedian took acid? And no, went on stage? no. Oh. It was brutal. They took it took so long just to get him out of the apartment. He didn't want to leave. Yeah, Cause he took him at the apartment right. yeah. and he was like, well, we have to move. We have to go somewhere. What are you talking about? He's oh, like, you remember this God. is the whole point. You're doing it for a show. And he's like, Oh,
0: oh Jesus Christ. He's in the cab, just tripping out. Like. There's a, there's a, something similar. Maybe they got inspired from it, but, um, um, some guy from the UK ended up taking this battle rapper from San Jose. while well, he was doing a show in, uh, Amsterdam, uh, mm. Dirtbag Dan, he actually saw me bomb that day as well. There's so Dirtbag many, people, but uh, they uh, mushrooms are legal in Amsterdam, and they went oh. to the store and got um, like these magic truffles or whatever. So oh again, they documented him eating them, and then he had a battle book that day. No and it, way. He was like kind of like freaking out, laughing and stuff. But it ended up being so fucking funny. Like the things he's saying, is like, "I can see your aura right now." Uh. And it's shit brown <laughs> and like just He's still like, trying to rhyme That's Yeah just tough. like <laughs> Tripping out Or something will set him off And he just goes in a laugh attack It's like I gotta send you the video Yeah yeah like I a, gotta see that I love the, those uh,
1: Rap battles they did Where there was like The nice rap battle Where they just compliment each other Yeah yeah It's like you yeah. can compliment each other The best Did you see the Roan one? No Oh no. it's probably the best one Yeah
0: it's, um, it's him and this guy Pat Stay, Who's just this giant Scary dude or whatever mm. But but um what they the type of compliments they they went into just got like so like extremely homosexual <laughs> and, stuff. and it's hilarious, but there's there's like a big like pocket of like battle rap Dudes, like who are like kind of like homophobic like uh, mostly online you see in like, yeah, yeah, youtube you see. comments and stuff like that too which i made it even funnier for me too yeah <laughs> yeah they're just not like well, fuck it, you yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah.
1: hilarious that they just triggered even the battle rap community yeah that's really what you have to do to get some uh notice on your scene is just trigger your inner community yeah because i noticed that with comedy yeah i'm sure it's like yeah. that too
0: and i'm sure those moments like in comedy if you like trigger a bunch of people it but the, the thing
1: is now is like comedians are more like likely to scrutinize or be offended by your jokes than average people really not meaning average as in you don't do comedy like you're an, you're just an audience member say oh, i have found more people have been offended by others jokes people don't get offended by my material it's not that racy mm-hmm. um and if they do it's like It's just personal experiences Like I'm sorry Like this is just how I decided to say it But Mm -hmm. Except that coronavirus
0: joke Is going bad Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's exciting It's It's sick But but yeah I um even, yeah, your style is kind of more, like, self-deprecated for yeah, yourself. And yeah, even...
1: self-deprecating, observational. Kind of, you know, it's just... yeah. Right, I see something, I laugh, I write, <laughs> yeah, write it down. Yeah, right
0: before you got that here, as I was sitting on the picnic table out there, I was going through your Instagram, and you had, like, snippets of bits. And the yeah. one I really enjoyed was the white culture one. <laughs> and what was it, like, the three things that's, like...
1: Uh... Oh, ketchup, privilege, and guilt.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> what, that's what it is yeah. to be. See, so you, like so your Frank's Red Hot Sauce, we yeah, just put yeah. that shit on everything. Like, you're allowed to say those things because yeah. it's, like, true to, like, your and lifestyle. and, and I
1: mean, Yeah, and I've, my lifestyle, life, I live that your, white lifestyle. white shit. For the listeners, <laughs> i all about that white shit. <laughs> <Robby>. <laughs> the most uncool race ever. <laughs> no, I just live who I am, and that's, like, I think partly what you have to do as a comedian is, I can't change my skin color, and, you know. I I can't change what my face looks like. I can't change any of my situation. So just
0: talk about what you have. Yeah, yeah. You're ever, like, uh, waiting to go on or watching other people's sets and somebody says something and you're just like, no, buddy, no,
1: no, why did you say that? Every night, bro. Yeah. (laughs) 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 That's comedy. Yeah, yeah. If I'm not getting, like, um, if I don't at least disagree with someone, throughout the night like a premise of a joke being like that is insane like just from a a normal perspective because the whole thing with comedy is like you almost want the audience to pull back on you a little bit so that the so that you can then pull them all together with like how whatever the fucked up thing you said was would work yeah and make them laugh at it and then they're like okay it's a joke like he's just he didn't mean the serious thing that he just said five seconds ago. Mm -hmm. And he's brought us all together by making us laugh about like the ridiculousness of what he said.
0: Yeah. I think even like as an audience member, you (laughs) expect the comedian to go that far. It's like, it's his job to say the things we can't or whatever. Exactly.
1: Like Like, what is the orators or is that the word orator? That's like the classic, like the person that used to preach to, you know, you see them in Assassin's Creed in that video. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy just yelling on a box about the taxes are too high. It's like that, but funnier. Yeah, <laughs> facts. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think of the name of those people, but like, I get it, what you're an, saying. I'm a good orator. Like it's, it's I like, love be a
0: weird thing. How once you said Assassin's Creed, and I'm like, oh, I you're get like, it now. Got the nerd it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like read your audience. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you did that thing in the fourth grade, uh-huh. um, did you continue to try to perform or did something happen later on? No, it scared on? me. So yeah. like,
1: um, because I grew up in such a small town, I always felt like everything I did was going to be judged in some way, whether it was or n- wasn't, I think most of it was probably just in my own head, Yeah, I... just shutting down those ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until I moved out of my like town and went away to school that like an opportunity came up to do stand-up and I was like, okay, I'm going to try it.
0: Yeah, well, I'm gonna actually try it Like yeah. out
1: at a bar You know
0: mm-hmm. Where are you originally from? Uh, Brockville Okay Ontario. cool Cool yeah, yeah. I'm from uh, Niagara too And it was the oh, same man. mentality there too Where it almost like, like
1: Everyone knows Everybody me. knew yeah. each other
0: And you think like you can get in your head it's like oh uh, like everybody's judging me but I noticed that everybody was judging each other yeah, it's yeah like yeah you're like leaves. a little bit it is it's true it's like all the neighbors are talking about each other yeah and you see Susan she put up that lawn gnome it looks like shit it's just <laughs> <laughs> like you get embedded it's just like you don't want to like She's make a mistake she got black
1: lawn, lawn gnomes like oh god yeah. Susan's a racist <laughs> yeah
0: and then you you move to a city like Toronto and you kind of you know, I don't know nobody gives I felt, a fuck yeah. about you and, and you <laughs> so, think like the pace of all the people people and stuff is like intense but it's it's liberating yeah it's like there's a weight off my shoulder there's
1: some scientific study too where they said that like um the reason why these metropolis cities are doing so much better is because people are moving faster Mm. where if you went to like a smaller town the reason why everything seems kind of underdeveloped is because everyone's walking at a pace that where they're like all right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. You can't really walk anywhere in rural Ontario. Yeah. Or you, <laughs> or either, you either, do something. Or you either, you either walk everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You either walk everywhere and it takes you an hour or you drive everywhere and never walk. You know what I mean? Like you're always in this like comfort or I, – I, it's hard to explain. I don't have that. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying yeah, too. But, right. You're
0: kind of like describing of like I just like I just like that from. nobody cares what you're doing. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, it feels so good. So great, yeah. you kind of broke that mold and – wanted to do your first set as well. Yeah. Can you tell me about that experience. Uh brutal. Yeah, yeah. Even
1: more brutal than the empty gymnasium. Yeah. <laughs> because what happened was was uh I had <laughs> I had done this like contest, like Durham Region uh comedy festival and like to submit to it you had to put up like a video and then get your friends to like it at the college campus, and then you would get a chance to open for like Sugar Sammy and Ron Jossell. The 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 ego at uh, you know at that age at like nineteen or whatever I was to think like. Oh, I could, like, my first time doing stand-up, like, open for these guys yeah, my the friends theater. think I'm fucking funny.
0: <laughs> We're going to do this finally. So, like,
1: brutal video, got a bunch of likes, and then I didn't obviously get that opportunity, but the booker was like, you know, you can come do stand-up still. Like, we have all these other shows. Um, when I got there at the, I think it was called the Thirsty Monk at one point in Oshawa, and um, <laughs> the fucking, the headliner bailed. Yeah. Didn't show up. And so they basically told me, like, just do as much as you want to – you can do.
0: Wow. And do, this is, like, yeah, second is time.
1: Yeah. Well, first time, first really. Time, yeah. First time. Because time before that, like, grade four talent show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm yeah. 10 years old. I don't even count that at all. <laughs> uh, you want to count the time that I, like, you know, did stand up to my parents and, <laughs> like, send my brother home. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was, like, really nervous, and I had this big book with, like, all of my jokes in it because I was just – Literally, I would go to it and then read through it and then go back to the mic and do whatever. But I did 10 minutes and uh, I ended up getting like heckled by this old fuck at the bar with uh, he had a goddamn oxygen tank next to him (laughs) and he's screaming at me. I said something about the Leafs. I shit on the Leafs like I, I made some really bad joke about the Toronto Maple Leafs. And how they, like, never got into the playoffs or something. And he turned over and they're like, they've got the best defense they've had. In-. And he just started, I'm like, oh, <laughs> this isn't a conversation. <laughs> Have is- you seen them play today? Oh, God. <laughs> like, shut up. He's like, <gasps> he's gasping for yeah. fucking air.
0: And then he died the <laughs> he next He took day. the
1: oxygen mask off to yell at me.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God.
1: Puts it back on. I was like, Jesus Christ. And then I did it a couple more times And I remember the last time that I did it uh, Like two audience members Came out after the show And they were like we thought you were really great blah 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 But I had gone to school actually to be a police officer
0: Ah, interesting. So I was
1: going to be a cop And I had tried to do that for three years But I had sort of one foot in one foot out Like I didn't really want to do it Yeah. And then uh, I got an opportunity To do stand up again In like 2014 and then I just Didn't stop doing it since then that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Actually, the 10th, March 10th is my six year anniversary of like coming back into stand up. Oh, that's amazing, yeah. man. Yeah.
0: Good for you. It's, it's cool to have like, um, like a couple experiences at the beginning of it not going well and still wanting to do it. Like, yeah. you had like a drive in you where it's like, I'm going to figure this out some way. And, well, because I just knew that
1: it was like, it was the, one of the only challenging things in my life. Um, because everything else, I kind of just like school, I just kind of slacked through, did the bare minimum. I remember one essay, they were like, we're going to run the essays through like a, a checker to make sure you guys aren't using like copywritten material and you're not just copy and pasting. All I fucking did was copy and paste from one website. And then cited another. Yeah, yeah, and just scrambled <laughs> yeah, the machine. Yeah, 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 and just scrambled the machine. The machine's <laughs> like, these aren't the right references. He must have wrote it. It's <laughs> like, hey, like, I didn't give a shit about school. And That's then smart. But, but, like, stand-up, I was just fascinated with, like, how, I'm like, how come sometimes it's, I'm really good, and sometimes I'm really bad? Mm, yeah, yeah. And it's like, what is, what is that? What is, like, and how do I just be really good all the time, yeah. you
0: know? It's cool. Do you feel like there's, like, an endless, like, learning process to Like, it never is ends? Endless. Like, it's infinite? Never ends. Yeah. I feel like this with, like, the podcast. Yeah. Um, I had a Shaolin monk on the other month, uh-huh. and he's talking about kung fu, same shit. It's like, it seems like... Even Those like, seem
1: like the most
0: attractive like pursuits, in my opinion. Yeah, kung fu comedy. Yeah, like, kung yeah. fu comedy. Yeah. <laughs> the both next put them together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you don't like my jokes, you can kung fu the shit out of me. But there's almost like a way, and like, like um, that coincides with both of them. Like yeah. nuances you learn, and you have to do it and practice, and like put it into practice. And fail. Yeah, fail hard. People don't like <laughs> failing. Yeah. Failure is a gift. Oh yeah, there's ever, there's like I always say that like the best lesson is a really good mistake. Yeah. <laughs> but, but oh, you ever but,
1: have a really good mistake? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, but some, some people won't see it that way, and no. like I know
0: a bunch of people tried comedy, ran away from it, tried battle rap, real estate like, nope, agents nope. now, and even like they might have had like a seed in them where. Mm. If you, that's the saddest thing yeah. where you're like, you could have really done something. Yeah. Like you could have took care of water, the plant, yeah. to give it some sunlight. You know, I it think, grows. It takes, I a think while that's
1: and... honestly what kept me going through it was I didn't want to re- have regret that I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be, because I, do you watch wrestling at all? Like, I do, maybe? like,
0: um, actually more than <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I admit. So I read,
1: uh, Shawn Michaels book. Sick. And, yeah. uh, he was talking about how he was telling his parents that he wanted to be a wrestler and there's no money in it, right? Like the WWE wasn't formed. Like there were all these different kind of organizations. He had to drive like five, six, seven hours just to do these gigs. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he's trying to tell his parents that he wants to do this instead of what they thought he was going to get into. And his dad was like, you know what? This might've been the documentary, but his dad said, I just didn't want to look at him at 40 years old and have him say to me, like, why didn't you just let me try it? You know, like, why didn't you? And that really stuck with me. And I was like, yeah, like I don't want to be the guy saying to my dad, why didn't you let me like, Mm -hmm. why didn't you say I could do comedy or whatever, but
0: get out there. And And Shawn Michaels became like arguably one of the best in the world. The best. Yeah. Yeah. The best. And he like seemingly, you know, he's,
1: he's had his, few share of injuries but like he seems pretty fine like in retirement you see some wrestlers in the retirement you're like
0: oh, oh yeah God. like mcfoley can't even walk and <sighs> i used to get into like some real up. nerdy shit like in the early 2000s and i bought like a bunch of like deathmatch dvds uh, and shit and like some of these guys too like i'll find them on like twitter and sabu it's just, is yeah, like, fucked. fucked. i'm um uh, like yeah there's so many people and like they just, like, either, like, they're having, like, trouble walking or they I die Jake early. The snake. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I remember yeah. seeing Jake the Snake before he recovered.
1: And I was, like, a kid, you know. I was maybe, like, whatever, like 14, 15 or something. And he came to, like, my, like, local whatever junior a hockey arena like this tiny arena and he was doing wrestling there yeah i was like i can see jake the snake yeah and you remember and him being like brutal. at wrestlemania
0: in front of like yeah and 80, this was like people a in shell opposite.
1: yeah and yeah. this was a shell of him yeah. there was no snake it was just jake yeah it was yeah. just jake you know and he came out and he was all coked up and like he was barely getting through going through the motions there was no like cheers to the crowd or trying to amp them on and then when I remember when he went when the match ended and he went out and I like found one of the indie wrestlers and I was like hey can we like talk to Jake the Snake and I get like a picture an autograph and he's like he's doing rails right now buddy yeah and I was fifteen You're a kid. I was like my hero's doing rails like what heartbreaking <laughs> what does that mean yeah yeah, yeah I, I don't, don't even know what, know that, what that, that means I can't he's Google. doing <laughs> rails oh okay and then i just you know
0: and then that's probably stuck with you and then oh. one day you're like at a fucking college party and you're like oh it's it you know, like, two and two stay away from that yeah. that's what that fucking is oh fuck man yeah Stuff it's killed crazy yeah well, well did, he's back he's yeah, back and yeah. better than ever he came before. back he came back this week on uh that AEW show oh he, uh, interesting he went out he did a promo And it was sick. It was good. He was saying he's got like, um, wow. Like he's not going to wrestle, but he said something that he's got somebody who's going to like put a hit on like Cody Rhodes or whatever. Oh, shit. And he cut the craziest promo. Like people haven't seen him cut a promo like this since like the 80s. Wow. And he ended it. Oh, I'm going to, I got to, I forgot. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. Where,
1: where can you watch AEW? Uh,
0: I've been streaming it online. Um, yeah, I know it's like because um, I don't have cable anymore. But yeah, if you get TNT I. T or Who Fight does? Network, you can watch it on. Oh, okay, yeah, and um, he it. said something like to end it. He's like, oh, and somebody told me uh, you never turn your back on like somebody who can beat you up or you respect or something like that. And he turns his back on him and walks away (laughs) and it's like, Oh, sick. (laughs) But it was, it was different. He seemed like a different guy from, um, I'm glad he's doing well. He's doing well. I mean, that's
1: all thanks to DDT, like his yoga. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like for sure that got him off. And the fact that he made him stay at his house with him, and like, Sober up basically, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah. Alchemist. It's crazy times like Mike in around. the wrestling industry, even like. Um, it's funny, like two years ago, uh, I've done like interviews with some wrestlers, like local indie people, and now there's such a boom with so many different companies. I'm seeing all these people who I've been hanging out at these like small venues, they're on like AEW now yeah. or Impact and like yeah, it's NXT, crazy. and like all these things are just farming them and stuff like that. It's crazy. I like,
1: um, I went to because before I tried stand up, like before I tried that in college, I thought I was going to go. I loved wrestling so much that I found a school that was near me. And I would drive to Ottawa like once a week to take this like wrestling school, maybe three times a week at the beginning. And I was just like learning the basics of wrestling. And then I realized after like almost eight months to a year of that, that I was like, Oh, I just love like the performance of wrestling. (laughs) I don't like wrestling. Like, dude, I'm just a fan. I got my ass handed to me though for like a lot, a lot of times,
0: man. It's, it's brutal. And like, I have a similar story than you two, and uh, I've been saving this story of my wrestling training because one day I want to interview Tommy Dreamer, and uh, he's some way involved with my influence of oh, doing yeah? it, but same as you, a year, and just got the fuck beat out of me. My back, your yeah, back yeah. kills
1: like getting chopped and shit
0: like oh that. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> getting
1: chopped is the worst. And they do it like they're like it's like hazing almost. Like yeah, you're yeah. the new guy, you're getting fucking chopped cuz all
0: of us have. I heard they don't do that anymore. It's like like It's
1: almost of... a I think it's like a more of a signal like, "Hey, stop fucking around." Yeah, yeah. And they're trying to yeah. um
0: break people too. They yeah. they want like only the certain type of people in that oh yeah yeah and stuff like that.
1: That's why their handshakes are so soft. Yeah, you ever notice that a wrestler won't fully shake your hand, and it's because they don't want to. If they're gonna, they they're in this mentality where they're like, if I'm gonna be in a match with you, and I'm a really big guy, most of them are huge, right? I don't want to intimidate you. I want to let you know that I'm going to take care of you in the ring, and we're going to put on a good show.
0: Yeah, that's But, like, cool. if somebody
1: yeah. just grabs your hand and shakes you, you're like, this guy's going to fucking kill me for real. Yeah, like, he's
0: going to actually punch me is in the not face. Mess- like, yeah.
1: Brock Lesnar, I feel like, is not messing around most times. No, he's no. actually tossing you. You're landing on your neck, like... Yeah, you and you see just got how sell he it. does it too and he's just going oh. through
0: even like uh, Like you're like
1: those are impacts. Like yeah. that's actually
0: hitting. You will not even have to like sell it. You're just like actually like oh, my, my fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. neck. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's crazy. It's it's kind cool. like pg Yeah, almost. that's a, that's another layer to you that I didn't know. It's like uh we're almost like similar where we both tried the wrestling and yeah. it's like, oh, I'm going to do comedy now. It's <laughs> like, what's my second love? Type yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah, And you-
1: It wasn't like it didn't it didn't make me go like, oh, I guess I better try comedy. Like comedy came up and I was like, that seems reasonable. Yeah. yeah. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, oh, maybe that's what I really liked about the wrestling aspect of it. Because I've also thought like I would love to do even locally, like be a manager. How funny would it be oh, yeah. if we managed like you were on like the heel side and I was on the face side yeah. and then we, we got made a, scrap, huge a huge of story, huge storyline. Yeah, like, yeah. That'd be so much fun. Like, I would love that. Yeah, like, what's the so difference between like, I would rather do that than these fucking dinner theater shows <laughs> that people try to get you on? Oh, you just come here and pretend you're a police officer <laughs> and somebody got murdered. No, I'm not doing this. I'm yeah. not <laughs> doing this for Visa corporate elite fucking, <laughs> you know, and they're wherever holiday in ballroom and you're pretending to do a murder mystery oh it's like no yeah i'll be a manager at a fucking dirty grimy wrestling ring though yeah be screaming fuck you to the other side amazing fans (laughs) booing you and you're getting smacked because i can take a bump like i can Mm -hmm. uh and for those who are listening that don't know wrestling terms that's just when you fall on your back or get flipped over yeah there's like a safe way to do not doing cocaine yeah yeah but yeah there's a safe way to Take a bump, yeah. Because some people don't know the ring's not fucking
0: soft at it all. It is not, and um, it is plywood. If you, if you land the the wrong way, you can like break your neck and shit. So people have, yeah, yeah. like a lot I, of people have. I feel like if I went didn't have that experience where I tried the training, I might have not been into wrestling in my later years because mm. it gave me such a respect, and I feel like I watch it differently. Where it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like,
1: oh yeah, definitely. Now looking at it, I watch it with less of like. These are gods Still a little bit like yeah. that But more so like These are fucking warriors That have put in the time and work And I've seen that type of Like I went to The two people that were in my school Were the Dark Order That are now in AEW Oh yeah yeah he, So like Stu Grayson yeah. Like I know him really well Like he And he's obsessed with wrestling like he loves wrestling. He's been doing it. He would be there every night in that same ring and we'd be like running drills and like so it's so cool to see him now on this network and you're yeah, like god yeah. damn. they're like on
0: TV like yeah. millions of people and shit like Who's that. the other guy? Uno? Uh Evil Uno. He Evil was around. Uno. Um, I didn't really talk to like him the that indies much. here like lately too, Yeah. but yeah they both like went to your school and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's I sick. still
1: remember the the teacher Wayne though like criticizing uno on his weight and he's like because he like you always had to do the same workout every time you got there it was like 50 push-ups 50 jumping jacks 50 whatever 50 of fucking everything and uno was like oh i just couldn't do it and he's like maybe if he ate less donuts he'd be able to fuck. he just like took a stab at him i was like "Ooh, i felt that like, yeah fuck. yeah the, I, <laughs> I, think, like, I think
0: his size kind of makes him like cool like yeah like, and looks you different. need that and yeah. like
1: tag team move my seat back
0: yeah it's, it's really cool. Actually, it's funny, too. We uh, earlier before we came in here, uh, we were talking about like that battle rap I had or whatever. Yeah, dude, well. that was crazy. And um, I am not a rapper, but you know what my mentality was going into this? I'm just going to write a wrestling promo that rhymes. And that's that's, the direction. That is the best
1: advice you could give anyone, I think, that's doing that. Yeah. Write it like a wrestling promo. I have no
0: rap technical intricacies or whatever. But I'm like, I'm going to say some shit. I'm going to be direct and people were like holy fuck I didn't think you were gonna be that mean like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: people like don't do that don't do with this Thanos snap line and he's yeah, like don't yeah. do that don't do that
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. yeah yeah, that was great that Shout was so great I, 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 like, I won't delete your was? channel
0: I know you spend a lot of money putting these shows together
1: <laughs> yeah for a moment he's like please don't do that please don't <laughs> do that that was so funny he took it so real yeah uh, that's it funny we, that you said that too because that's even like another thing that I've started like delving into a little bit I've also made friends with like a few rappers like do you know 11 um 11 music on instagram uh, i'm not too sure i'm
0: more like kind of like in the battle yeah i guess you're in battle stuff. he's uh he's like
1: been. more freestyle but it's not like it's like a lighter freestyle cool, so cool. um he used to do like basically like it, well, he still does he does like improv improv rap essentially so he would go out on a street corner set up like buy rent out an amplifier and then just be like someone give me a topic and then oh, someone would say cool. something and he would just start rapping about it with like the beat playing and then he, he was like I looked in my uh like basket and I made 200 bucks in one day so he's like I guess I'll just come back here and do this again Whoa, tomorrow that's so yeah. great and, yeah, yeah. yeah. like he made he toured across the country on like a moped and did this all throughout the US and stuff like crazy inspirational guy I love
0: that hustle too and I so see, much. I see comedians do that too they fucking just <sighs> Spend their comedian. last cent on gas and yeah. just go to fuck there's, town. There's he's a Canadian
1: like, comedian nobody knows yet, but he's going to be huge. And it's He Fang Zhu, and he is um, just like he will go every time I check like his show dates. He's he's like Saskatchewan, uh, then he like, all throughout the west, and then he'll be in east, and then he'll be on the CBC morning show. And he and he told me he's like I just like. Fine gigs. I live well below my means. I cook everything at like the hotel or I'll sleep on someone's couch. Like I, I, what I'll walk to get to places. Like he just penny pinches every single thing so that all of his income is comedy. And that's what he's living
0: off. Wow. of. Wow. And I'm just like, giving it. God, probably balls. Like getting so good at it though. Yeah. Just, just so much of
1: it. Yeah. And you're getting paid to do it. So it's motivating you to keep doing it. Right. right? It's scary to take that jump too. Yeah.
0: It's like, It's almost like that sacrifice to victory factor. I see it happen so much where like some people are just like, okay, I'm all in whatever your craft is. And it's terrifying, but then like, it might be like shit at first or for a few years or whatever. But I truly believe that stuff comes full circle and rewards you and stuff like that. Yeah. Somebody in my mind too. Like I I listen to a lot of like, uh, like a wrestling podcast as well. Oh, nice. there's this guy in AEW, his name's Darby Allen. And for a few years he's he was living in his car and he had like a Foreman grill and he would shower at Good Life Fitnesses and stuff Damn. like that or whatever the American version yeah, is. Yeah. And um he'd do it like at like in the middle of the night, like three A. M. like some twenty four hour fitness or whatever. Yeah. And like he'd like just cook like chicken fingers and people would come in. It smells like food in here and he's just like, Oh, whatever, but he was just like, almost like uh, your boy in comedy, just doing Jesus. wrestling shows, traveling around, living in his car and stuff. That's wild. And, that, and you think like, that's so fucking insane. And people are probably like, why the fuck are you doing this? And now he's like on TV, living a comfy life, has a house. Yeah. And, and like, now
1: he actually appreciates all of this wealth that he's accumulated most likely. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. You I guess it, it either goes one of two that. ways. Yeah, just either start people, swagging on it. Yeah, either people swag out so hard and they spend their money because they've never had money before, or people are like, "Okay, I can really appreciate these times because I've lived in my car or I've like, you know, had to take showers at a gym or a fucking swimming pool." Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah, it's crazy, it's crazy. Have you ever took like a huge sacrifice for comedy yet or you've been kind of being like really um, comfy about it? So I I believe like you don't have to. Like you can Yeah, find no, the... you
1: definitely can like it definitely can be a calculated approach. I, uh, it wasn't, I guess it was kind of for comedy or it turned into being, I I always knew when I lived in Brockville that I wanted to move to Toronto so that I could do more comedy. That was always like kind of the end goal while I was living there. And, um, I had like a girlfriend. I had maybe like three jobs. I had like two serving jobs and then I had another job at like a gym that I worked the front desk and I was just working, trying to save up as much money as I possibly could and then my buddy says to me hey uh, a bunch of us are going to move into like a bunch of other Brockville guys had owned this apartment in Oshawa it's funny that I came back to Oshawa Mm -hmm. after graduating and he was like we're going to move though like this summer like you either have to come or you're just going to be here by yourself like all, all of your friends are moving to Oshawa and so I literally not through really pressure of them but i was kind of like yeah you know what maybe i should just take that leap yeah, yeah so i like ended that relationship i quit all of my jobs and i just took whatever money i had and just moved there
0: yeah that's balls and it's just was like situation. well here we go new
1: yeah. city yeah like, try, reset button. find a job yeah. like that's the first goal mm-hmm. you know and i just made sure that i had enough for like two three months rent or whatever so if i didn't get a job i'd be okay but like it was you know scary first time like not you know going to college to be away from parents like oh it's like oh i might never come home i'm like i've moved out of my parents house yeah, yeah. this is like there's in my mind i'm like there's no going back
0: yeah yeah, yeah. it's a it's a big move in life too yeah. is, here we go like, yeah jump, i think that's jump. the biggest move for like every person is when you're like all
1: right i'm leaving yeah <laughs> you're like oh.
0: yeah my parents were like too it's like oh like because I'm doing all this random creative shit, too. It's like, oh, if you get in trouble, come back. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to come. And there's there's times where I'm like, oh, yeah. I should have fucking came back home. But I didn't. I just ride the wave. And oh, like, There's plenty of times yeah. where I was like, yeah, I should have packed this in a long time ago. But you know what? Let's just see what happens. But it's rewarding your fucking awesome at what you do it's fucking hilarious thank you man i appreciate that killing it and alongside of doing the stand-up too you got like a youtube channel thing going on yeah Yeah. can you tell me a bit about that as well
1: um so i work for uh, a couple different youtube channels one is called inform overload um they basically take internet news and make it more entertaining um we script kind of videos about influencers and all this like you know trending news essentially Another one is called Top Ten Beyond the Screen. So it's all your movies, TV, celebrity updates, kind of all that stuff. Kind of like E.T., but for,
0: you know, YouTube. Yeah, that's really cool. You were telling me how you got to, like, intake a lot of fucking information. Yeah, uh... well,
1: when I worked on Top Ten, most of the channels are Top Tens because those tend to do really well on YouTube. Um, So Top Ten, like, Nerd or Gaming, that was, like... Taking in all this information that I knew I was never really gonna use again. Yeah, yeah. And just like, <laughs> oh, it felt like such garbage that I was reading. I was just like, oh, I can't I can't with this anymore. I'm trying to do something on my own YouTube channel. If people want to follow it, it's just the Johnny Rogers. Um, I put like stand up clips on there and then I've put like I like doing video edit video edits is what mm-hmm. I was trying to say there. because uh, I was just getting to know like Premiere Pro. So I put nice, up like nice. yeah. When Did you watch the Wiz Khalifa episode that um, he was on? No, I didn't okay. watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed while I was listening to it that he says, yeah, yup, a lot. He goes, yeah, yup. He <laughs> says that a lot to everything. And I was like, wow, he's saying this so much. And so I knew I was like, I got to edit this. And then I went home and I literally spent the rest of my night editing together every yeah, yup <laughs> from like the two and a half hour podcast and I was like, it, he said, yeah, yeah, 66 times. Wow. In this conversation, whatever it was. And I p- posted that up and it fucking. It probably blew went up. viral too. Yeah. Right? it yeah. was. Well, he shared it on his Instagram, but he didn't like tag me or anything in it. So I was kind of like butthurt about that. But then yeah. I, at the same time, I was like, whatever. At least people got to see it and laugh at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it was like, yeah, it's huge on YouTube, like 48 thousand views for my channel that's like massive you know yeah, like that's, that's my, don't really don't have anything fucking amazing
0: like, man that's that's amazing yeah
1: but it's 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 fun to kind of like step outside of and like you know i do stand up but i like I also can be funny through this element too. Yeah, yeah. Like through video edits or through whatever else. Like, yeah,
0: and th- then like you'll have moments where you can combine the both. Yeah, kind of take pieces of your bit and yeah, exactly. Yeah, Even good. like
1: memes too. Like just like memes have opened up this whole new like financial opportunity. It's insane. These companies that are like they own seven or eight meme channels. And yeah. they get paid by sponsors to just, like, slide stuff in with memes. Yeah. Like, you look at a meme, you're like, that is the most bare minimum work a human could yeah, possibly do. you take do. a picture of somebody
0: else. You and, take like, someone else's photo. And, <laughs> yeah. and maybe, like, a quote from something else, and you match it. Yeah. The-
1: and some people were stealing, like, comedians' tweets. Yeah, and using them in memes, yeah. or they were taking their jokes and putting them in the context of a meme.
0: Yeah, there was one guy got there's a lot of trouble. Fuck for Fuck Jerry. Yeah, that fuck Jerry. Fuck that and guy. then there was like the uh, something Jew or the fat Jew. Oh, the something? fat Jew. He, yeah, stole, yeah. he Stole a
1: bunch, b- bunch of people's material too. Yeah. Never paid them for it.
0: Yeah, that's a huff. It's like they're made a lot of money. Yeah, all they're doing is making money from sharing other people's shit. It yeah, it's insane. Wild. Yeah. isn't
1: that weird? Like a comment culture.
0: Yeah, it's such a it's such a weird change too, and this is all new, and like lots of people don't know how to handle it. Or or should we join? Should I? It kind of feels like
1: Napster, like when that kind of rolled Mm -hmm. around. We're like, what do we do with this? They're just sharing everything. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. We can't stop Uh, it either. It's going. Like TikTok is
0: fucking the Wild West. Yeah, I I have yet to uh, download. There's no copyright on that shit.
1: (laughs) Oh my god! You just see like someone else's video on uh, just a random account that has like no other videos they just might just they just find viral videos on TikTok or uh, they find viral videos say from YouTube and post them on TikTok oh, wow. then it blows up their channel
0: and do people monetize it too or?
1: i don't think they've monetized TikTok yet per se i've seen some people do kind of like They'll do an advertisement for something within their TikTok. Yeah. So that would be them personally seeking it out. But they haven't established like um like a YouTube ad revenue base. Yeah. yeah. But which for they now, need to do. Yeah, yeah. They I need think it's to. Because like yeah. they it's ridiculous the algorithm on that thing, how people can get insanely big from it
0: yeah yeah it's really interesting yeah. i think i think i'll probably get one if i ever start doing videos for these as, long shows as you're okay with china having your information that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got everything else you know <laughs> why not why not yeah, give it to yeah. them Yeah, it's crazy, fucking (laughs) technology, baby. Yeah, dude. How much time we? Oh, oh my god! Yeah, I know. This flew by. It feels like we just like done this for like 15 minutes. It's almost like been an hour, man. (laughs) Yeah, bro. Down the road, I'm gonna have to get you in for a part two. I feel like I'm not done with you (laughs) 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 yet. Just (laughs) done with this conversation. Yeah, that's what
1: I do, though. I get sidetracked a lot.
0: Yeah, no, it was was really fun. Like, and uh, yeah, I appreciate you coming out today and everything. Dude, thanks for having me. And yeah, great to meet you. Definitely gonna be bugging you down the road to come uh. in again. It's like I said. I feel like I'm not done. Like it's like fucking been an hour. I can't believe it. That's fucking crazy, Johnny.
1: That's how you know it's good conversation, buddy. Yeah,
0: facts, facts. Yeah. And um, anything else you want to say before? We um, take
1: it? Did you say we're gonna do a different thing for plugs?
0: Or do you want um, me to plug some stuff? You can plug some stuff and yeah. remind me and like, I'm going to do it again at the yeah, intro. Yeah, yeah, and yeah for yeah, sure. For sure. Shit, yeah.
1: Um, so May 2nd, I'm going to be at the Grand Gerard Theater. Uh, that is a Toronto show. So for people in Toronto listening to this, it's the six figure show. So there's a ton of like really good headlining comedians like Paul Thompson, Robbie Hollywood, Fatty Nassar, like Simone Park too, which she's, she's massive. Um, definitely a fun thing to check out. If you want to come see me live, Um, social media pretty much at the Johnny Rogers on everything I also have two podcasts one is called My Daughter is a Communist which is kind of like (laughs) semi-political comedy podcast and then more a more fun one. That one is fun, but a more fun one was uh, pothead gamers, which is where we just me and my buddy Patty D just smoke weed and play video games. Yeah. We'll have to have you on that one. I oh, I'd be down. I'd be down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you don't have to smoke right too. We yes, can just literally. I, I can smoke a little yeah, bit, but not right. too much. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> we'll, we'll keep it. We'll keep it low
0: key because sometimes it gets too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but fuck yeah! Great to meet yeah. you. Like honored to have you on here and also people who are listening to this on Spotify, Stitcher Google Play, iTunes or any of your favorite podcast listening apps each and every one of these episodes has it's own homepage at www.girthradio.com you're going to see a picture of Johnny in the studio and also links to all his social media some stand up clips, his YouTube stuff and like some shit we talked about today but yeah once again thank you cool. and see you again, cheers thank you guys. bye Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that one. Like always, we're going to end with a song. And this one is from our boy Roshan. I've been meaning to get him on the show for so long. And I want to let you know if you're digging this, he actually has a show next week. He's playing live at the Drake Hotel in Toronto. Doors at 9 o'clock. The show starts at 10 p.m. $10 in advance, 15 at the door. And yeah, what can I say about Roshan? He is low key Toronto legend, and you're gonna love this track. It is lit as fuck. It's a project he did mm-hmm. with Plutonic Lab, and this one is called Swing. Lock It Down.
2: She's high, Train. she's in the 40s though. We call her Mrs. McGorgo. She said, I'm winning, I'm 4 0. Oh. She yuck on my chocolate, I could pour enough. I'm with the band, you could pour your own. I think that you vibe with me, Corazon. I got a pop it with cortisone. I was performing it for you, so You got a tat on your arm. I got a sleeve full of Oreos. I can't exist in this Maury show. Try as I try when it's more code. Lines from the darkness and Morris code. I took the path that was more unknown. I broke some rules anymore, I know. Check out my album for more, I know. Uh, Mrs. cause she's so encouraging. She's so supportive. She ripping that orange golf. The kids never miss a class so encourageable one time for mrs mcgora once ahead one time for mrs mcgora hey. she got me all in my hormones hey. this is just like my horoscope i, I want a soccer mom she watching me from the out of bounds i wish that her husband was out of town yeah when nobody else is around lock it down she said when i motor feel like forever i really want to i want to lock it down i want to lock it down I wanna lock it down. I really wanna, now that I'm older, I wanna lock it down. She said when I'm older, it's like forever. I really wanna, I wanna lock it down. I wanna lock it down. I wanna lock it down. I really wanna, now that I'm older, I wanna yeah. lock it down. She's high, she's trying to insinuate. We call her Mrs. Olivier. Now what we talking is Desiree. She put my school year in disarray She made me want to participate Now she made me want to reciprocate I mean she listen to Triple J I mean her cup sauce is Triple J She yeah. sent her heart and a kissy face We from the north, yeah, it's away. way Rappers don't want to commiserate Factions I've had to capitulate uh, It's a give and take She take off a top like a giveaway Take off a top like it's Timotei Her leg on my leg like we couldn't play Mrs. Olivier, she's so encouraging, she's so supportive, she's pushing that orange golf. The kids never miss a class, she's so incorrigible. Six times for Mrs. Olivier, eh, nine times for Mrs. Olivier, eh. She got me all in my hormones, whoa, hey, just like my horror stuff, oh. i mom. she watching me from the out-of-bounds. I wish that her husband was out of town, y'all with nobody else is around. Lock it down, she said when the motor I feel like the
0: it down. Hey, don't I know you from somewhere? That's original. Emerson High, 1975. You're in my class. And is your teacher.
2: What's the secret of I wanna it down.